When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, I'm Maria. And I'm Mike. And we're Team Ready. Black Hills Energy knows your home is where your heart is. So they want you to be ready. It's all about keeping you safe, prepared, and making your home as energy efficient as possible. Everything from how to weatherize your home to how to stay safe during extreme weather. Be ready for anything. Go to blackhillsenergy.com slash team ready. What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the Coach Steve Show podcast. A lot has happened in the NFL. We're going to try to break it up and talk about it as much as possible. Uh, in the news, Aaron Rodgers has made the news once again. He has made his decision on where he is going to be playing football next year and maybe for the foreseeable future, but we know where he'll be playing next year. And the Colts have decided to move on from their quarterback in Carson Wentz and send him off to Washington to play for the Commanders. So now the Colts are in the opening for a quarterback. And there's some mixed feelings on this, whether or not Carson is a elite quarterback, good quarterback, a bust. What is the Washington football team really going to get from him? And, of course, the media is wrong on Aaron Rodgers once again. Welcome into the show, big-time show. There's a lot of other things that have happened. Um... Outside of this, but we're going to talk about this and split it up as much as we possibly can. Before we dive in, uh, just to help out the show, please hit the like button and the subscribe button. It really helps the show get pushed out there in the algorithm. And if you're listening to the podcast in audio form, again, you know, please rate it. Um, if you want to leave a review, great. If not, if you could just rate it and follow it, it'd be greatly appreciated. It can be found wherever you listen to your podcast. It just helps the algorithm gets the, the, the show pushed out there. The podcast is brought to you by the Bellip Sports Podcast Network. If you go to bellipsports.com and check out all the blogs and podcasts and different shows there, there's something out there for everybody, Just not even just sports, outside of sports, something there for everybody. Uh, we greatly appreciate it. Go check out bellipsports.com. Uh, this podcast is also brought to you by Coach Stone Football and is back to the basics, books, and drills. If you go to coachstonefootball.com, click on the football drill manuals, is back to the basics. Coaches, you're going to get into your spring ball. We're getting into the summer. we got to get simple. we got to get back to the basics, and that's what Coach Stone is doing that's that's the whole reason why he created so if you go to coachstonefootball.com check out all the stuff there uh thank you coach stone for sponsoring the podcast so before we talk about carson wentz we're going to talk about aaron Rodgers real quick aaron Rodgers 
has made his decision. Uh, he was supposed to come on the Pat McAfee show and make his decision, but he decided just to make his decision. I'm sure he'll be on the show live there at some point. And he decided that he is going to return to the Packers, which is no huge shock. It's been swirling around with Aaron Rodgers of where he's going to play, where he's not going to play. Denver had been brought up. Uh, Steelers have been brought up. I thought the Steelers could be a good fit for him. The 49ers, I didn't know we talked about Jimmy G and him maybe flip-flopping, but it's been brought up for that as well. But ultimately, we always knew there's no place like home. He's tapped his heels together, and he's staying with the Packers. Come on, said he wants to stay there. Now, there are a lot of mixed feelings on the situation of him staying with the Packers. People know that he is one of the best quarterbacks we've ever seen. <clears throat> but he's only won one Super Bowl. So for people, for him to say to stay back, he's got to win a Super Bowl no matter how long he stays. One thing on Aaron Rodgers that I want to address is people talk about he's a distraction. Now, the only time I can foresee him being a distraction maybe is with the off-the-field stuff, which we've talked about before. People need to mind their own business. But the the off-the-field stuff, people say he's a distraction. If he was a distraction, I would think that the offensive line, wide receivers, the guys that play on offense for him would complain. You would see complaints about it. Now, you don't see that, though. You don't really see people bash him on the team. The only one that's ever bashed him that I have found, I believe, was Greg Jennings. Now, Greg Jennings and Charles Barkley. Charles Barkley said that Aaron Rodgers is like the pretty woman that needs to be told they're pretty. And I kind of don't know. Me, personally, I don't see this. Now, I'm a Bears fan. I'm not supposed to like Aaron Rodgers, but over the years, I've started to respect him uh, over time more and more. And then the more you listen to him on Pat McAfee's show, the more I've started to like him. I just don't like him when they play the Bears. So now he's staying with the Packers. I never really see where Aaron Rodgers is that person where he has to be told he's good. You know, like, players want to get paid a lot of money. And that's their way of saying, I'm a good player. There are some players out there that need to be told they're good. I've just never have heard that from Aaron Rodgers. And I think you would hear receivers that he played with say this type of stuff. I feel like people would come out and say, well, maybe we don't really necessarily need him. Now, he is very good, so maybe they'd be foolish of them. But I don't see that in Aaron Rodgers. And... I think a lot of the stuff just comes from the off the field stuff and people have their opinions. And so since the off the field stuff they don't agree with, they will turn this back and say something else. So that's what I feel like. They're not keeping it football related. They're not keeping it that they're letting other um, emotions and other thoughts trickle into this type of stuff. Um. You know, and then Greg Jennings was to come out and talk about he's holding the Packers hostage. Well, this whole time, like, people talk about player empowerment and they can make choices and this and that. I, and then people are saying he's selfish because he's not hasn't told the organization at the time what he wants to do. Well, number one, he said he'll do it before 
a certain point to keep it fair. But this is a big altering decision because he's at a point to where he could retire and be comfortable with it. He's come out and said that, and apparently that's a distraction. I don't think that's a distraction. He has just said, hey, I'm getting to a point where I'm not going to retire and come back, retire, come back, but I want the organization to know, like, and the, my teammates, I've thought about it. Um, and apparently that's a distraction, and that's maybe why they lost the playoff game. I have no idea. I don't see it as a distraction. It's just him being honest and saying, look, I've thought about it. It doesn't scare me. I just want people to know I've thought about retirement, and it's, but it's quite po- the possibility. So people just need to quit letting the outside stuff come in. So he came out and said he's going to stay with the Packers. So the people that said he's selfish and took so long, I wonder what they're going to say now. But then it was reported that he would become the highest paid player in NFL history, and it said upwards of $200 million. And now Pat McAfee broke this and said his sources, which I'm going to guess it is Aaron Rodgers himself, saying he was coming back to the Packers. Well, then the media took this $200 million and just ran with it. Well, then... Pat McAfee came back on and said his sources said this is false. Aaron Rodgers then tweets and says that he is coming back to the Packers, but this $200 million contract is false. He's going to restructure the contract, but it's false. But the media is still running with this. If Pat McAfee's reporting because Aaron Rodgers is probably telling him, it's probably true. When the actual, when you hear it from the horse's mouth, it's probably true. <coughs> People took this $200 million and just ran with it and said he's selfish now because he took this $200 million. <coughs> Pardon me. It's great radio, great podcasting. The media, as we know, they take stories and they run with them. True or not. Or they have sources. And then sources. But when the person actually comes out and says it's not true. Now, it could be more. It could be $250 million. But people say, well, he's making $200 million. So when they don't win, he can blame himself because this money's going to him. They're over the salary cap already. Here's the deal. The salary cap is made up. There's no such thing. Teams have been over the salary cap, and then two months later, all of a sudden, it's like, well, they're all of a sudden like $30 million below the salary cap. Don't know how that happened. So the media needs to take a step back. The media is all over Aaron Rodgers. They're going to take this and run with it. Now, there's some you have to trust. Ian Rappaport, Adam Schefter, all that stuff. You have to sort of trust what they say. But I'm sure they can just say, hey, it was reported $200 million when we actually get the contract. Maybe it's 150 maybe it's 100 I don't know. But he's going to restructure the contract. He wants it to where they can make get some players and use the money and, and all that stuff. But the thing with this is the media, other people on podcasts, other people that write for the, I guess, the, still the media, I guess, TV people. I think they allow outside stuff to really affect what they think. Instead of just keeping it on the field. Now, sometimes I do the same thing with LeBron James, but the uh, the topics we get into, I talk about off the court stuff a little bit. But the whole thing of what he has said and everything else, they let that seep in. We saw it with the MVP voting. We see that with other things, and they just don't agree with what he said, and they allow that to filter in and say, "Well, now he 
is this, he's that, or whatever. But you also have a ton of people that talk great about him. Pat McAfee just doesn't say that unless he means it. AJ Hawk doesn't say that stuff unless he means it. You have now you'll have one or two people come out and say whatever, like Greg Jennings or whatever. I think Greg Jennings is a little jealous because Aaron Rodgers having this type of career and everything. So people, I think, just for me, need to get over it. So what does this mean? Well, that means that the reason why Aaron Rodgers kind of came to this decision is because it's home. He's played there. He's comfortable. Why go to a new team and try to learn something completely new? Now, we've seen quarterbacks that leave and win Super Bowls. Matthew Stafford leaves and wins a Super Bowl. Um, Peyton Manning left won a Super Bowl. Tom Brady leaves and goes to get a Super Bowl. So it was probably thought about that um, could he go win a Super Bowl. But at the same time, he has to think about it. Like He's lived there. He's played there. He understands the offense. He knows the players. Maybe he just sees something. He wants to be comfortable. They're so close to winning and get over back to the hump and get there. That's kind of what he saw. So what does this mean? Well, it means Packers. Oh, and the other reason why he probably stayed was because he probably looked at the landscape and said, well, do I really want to go over there and play against this team and this and that? Where I could just stay in the NFC North, play the Vikings twice, Bears twice, Lions twice. You see what I'm saying? And probably go undefeated against them. Maybe lose one, but have a better chance. And you look at the whole NFC and you go, well, there's still good teams in the NFC, but you're looking at the AFC and seeing those type of teams. Well, what if I play the NFC and then try to get over, you know, and get to the Super Bowl? So what does this mean for the Packers? It means the Packers aren't going anywhere. They're going to be good. Aaron Rodgers is at peace with a lot of things. He's playing free-flowy. Um, they have to make sure they franchise tag Devontae Adams. They make sure their defense is healthy, make sure that their offensive line is healthy, um, and then just finish. So it just means the Packers aren't going anywhere. Um, so we have, So people have to get over the outside stuff with Aaron Rodgers and just let it seep in get over it um and he's gonna torture us bears fans for a little while longer but that just is what it is um i root for Aaron Rodgers until he plays the bears because of the hate he gets which i don't think he deserves all the hate just focus on what he does on the football field and some people are like oh cool it doesn't mean anything unless he wins a super bowl which i i get but he's a good football player packers are still going to be good and the media just needs to stop rolling with the $200 million. If the guy actually says it's not true, you could just say, you know what, he's restructuring. Just report that he's restructuring his contract. I don't know what to tell you. Um, before we get into other news, um, you football coaches out there, if I still have your attention, um, as your offensive lineman, you know, we're getting spring ball, we're going to get into summer, we're going to get into the season. But think back to last season. Offensive line and defensive line, they take a lot of hits. They don't hit with their head, but they're getting hit. Uh, there's a way to protect those shells and reduce the repetitive blows those guys take each and every week, and it's Guardian Caps. If you go to guardiansports.com slash guardian-caps and use the code 15OFF, you're going to save 15% off your order. It's worn by over five NFL teams and 200-plus colleges like Georgia, Alabama, Oklahoma, and Penn State. Um, it goes right over the helmet, helps with the, the scuffs. It helps with it, it takes 20 to 33% of the actual blows. Um, so that's just a huge thing. Um, I'm here to save you money. I understand how fundraising works. I understand how budget works. And you don't have to buy a whole bunch. Just buy bits and pieces, like just some for the O-line, and then you eventually get more made for the D-line and then the linebackers and all that stuff. So, again, guardiansports.com slash guardian-caps. Use the code 15 off at checkout, and you'll save 50% off your order no matter how many you buy. Thank you. Guardian Caps for sponsoring the podcast. Another big news, Carson Wentz is no longer an Indianapolis Colt. 
Carson Wentz was traded to the Washington Commanders. The terms of the deal. Colts will get the 2022 third-round pick, 2023 third-round pick that can be become a second if Carson Wentz plays 70% of the plays for the Washington team or Washington Commanders. 2022 second-round pick. <clears throat> Washington Commanders get quarterback Carson Wentz and 2022 second-round pick. And I believe the Colts have the most salary cap room. So they're here to make a push. Now, they're not going to get Aaron Rodgers. So they're going to have to get a different quarterback. But let's talk about Carson Wentz just for this is what we're talking about. And then we'll move on to a different podcast for an episode on something else that's happened in the NFL. Carson Wentz played for the Colts for one year. Hurts both ankles. Uh, loses to Jacksonville. That would get them to the, to the playoffs. Now the defense has to be held responsible as well. Here's the thing with Carson Wentz. And I've said this before, and I'm going to say it again. People really think he's a great quarterback. I would rather have Mitchell Trubitsky. Carson Wentz had one to two good, really, really like dominant years. Now, is he a terrible, terrible quarterback? No, but he's not Peyton Manning. He's not Aaron Rodgers. He's not Jimmy Garoppolo, even. He had one good year where I think they went 13-3. and three. Then he gets hurt, and Nick Foles, that's just a good team around him. Nick Foles stepped in, won the Super Bowl. Carson Wentz is a decent quarterback, but he's not an elite quarterback. You almost consider him a bust pick because of the hype. Now, he can't. He's been. He hasn't been healthy. He hurt his knees. Hurt his ankles. So those are the type of things you really can't hold against him. But it has to be talked about. He cannot stay healthy. He doesn't light up a scoreboard. <clears throat> he is not as good as everyone claims that he is. Now, when he heads over to the Washington Commanders, he's going to have a veteran coach. Decent things around him. But now you're back in the NFC East where you got to play the Giants, the Eagles, your former team, and the Cowboys. So you have a little bit of a shot, but the Cowboys have been good. The Eagles played better. Giants stink, but they're about to get better. They're redoing things. What is the Washington Commanders getting in Carson Wentz? Well, you're getting a quarterback that's just average. Sometimes he can come in and just light you up. Then there's times where he's going to throw for 100 yards and two interceptions and no touchdowns. He is going to get banged up. And I don't really see what the Washington Commanders were doing. I know they need a quarterback, and maybe they think he can do something. People think he's going to go to the Washington football team or the Washington Commanders now. And just reinvent himself. He's going to be reinserged. That's not going to happen. If it was going to happen, it would happen at the Colts. The Colts are a very good team. There's pieces there. They got. To, I think they have to get another weapon on offense. But if they get a quarterback there with the defense, even though they lost their defense coordinator to the Bears, that's a good team. It's a good team. And with everything around them and the FC South, they're 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 primed to do well. And if Carson Wentz was that good, I know he got hurt, but would have done things with the Colts. 
I think the Colts are a better team than the Washington Commanders. So what makes you think that him going to the Washington Commanders, all of a sudden he's going to reinvent himself? He's going to, it's just going to be sprinkled down with water and, you know, eat a senzu bean, you know, off of Dragon Ball Z and just get better. And there he is. It's just not going to happen, people. We have to understand this. He is what he is. He's been in the league for a while. He's not going to just all of a sudden turn it on. These quarterbacks, when they come in and are good, and they just continue to get better, they don't get worse. They start to decline a little bit. Then you look at wins and losses. Like Jimmy Garoppolo. People talk about Jimmy Garoppolo, and, oh, you know, we were, I've had all that whole thing. Okay. Carson Wentz is not that guy. You know, he has a decent season, but you have to look at who play called for him and everything else. So let's talk about his stats. Again, drafted in 2016. Okay. His best year would have been in 2017. They went... That would probably be his best year. And that was it. You know, that he got hurt. So in 2016, he started all 16 games. Okay, 7 and 9. Then in 2017, he went 11 and 2 because he got hurt. But in that year, was probably his best year. Because he threw for 33 touchdowns and only seven interceptions. Okay, so he got a little bit rolling his first year. Uh, he was seven and nine. He threw for uh, 3,782 yards, 16 touchdowns, 14 interceptions, and he got better. Um, you know, then after that, after he got hurt and comes back, goes five and six. I believe he got hurt again. Threw for 3,074 yards, 21 inter- touchdowns, and seven interceptions. Next year, with the Eagles still. Does a little better. Goes nine and seven. And if you want to look at stats, maybe one of his best stats. He threw for four thousand thirty-nine yards, twenty-seven touchdowns, seven interceptions. Then his last year with the Eagles, he threw for sixteen touchdowns, fifteen interceptions, uh, two thousand six two thousand six hundred twenty yards. And then with the Colts this year, he threw for three thousand five hundred sixty-three yards, twenty-seven interceptions, and seven twenty-seven touchdowns, seven interceptions. So one of the things with Carson Wentz is numbers aren't too bad. Uh, he has thrown for 140 touchdowns and 57 interceptions. But here's the deal. We want to talk about wins. And that was the thing with Jimmy Garoppolo. Maybe the net, maybe the exact numbers aren't where people want them, but he's there to win. I mean, he won when he started with the Patriots. He's won when he started with the 49ers. So that's the thing with Carson Wentz. Sometimes you got it. Sometimes you don't. Sometimes you can will a team to win. And he doesn't always will a team to win. That's why numbers all the time aren't always the story. And I've talked about that. They're, they're great to use. Uh, they're great to talk about. They're great to start the conversation off. They're a good thing to look at. But then you have to look at wins and losses. You have to look at how far are they going. And that was my whole thing with Jimmy G that you can go back and listen to. So what are they getting in Carson Wentz? You're, you're going to get a guy that might get you 27 touchdowns to 10 interceptions. Cool. He's going to throw between three and 4,000 yards. Cool. If he can stay healthy. But you gotta be able to protect him because he can't move anymore. So what do you like all you like he used to? He is banged up. Um 
and he just hasn't done all this hype that he had. So now, the Colts are primed to try to get a quarterback. They have picks. They've got the money. They're going to try to get a quarterback. Carson Wentz wasn't the answer for them. They're going to try to get a different quarterback. And I'm going to tell you right now, the quarterback they need to get is in San Francisco. If the And just had successful surgery and is going to come back hopefully healthy. Er, if the Colts get Jimmy Garoppolo, they are going to be set up to compete. Now, they've that's the AFC. they got to try to get through the Chiefs, the Bills, Broncos, and everybody else. But they are going to be set up to win games because Jimmy G wins games. It's gonna, Jimmy G is going to be able to play indoors. Jimmy G is going to be able to do things. He's going to be able to do things better than Carson Wentz. Jimmy G is better than Carson Wentz. He just is. I don't care about numbers. The numbers are great. They tell part of the story. Jimmy G will get you decent numbers. But he'll put you in a position to win the game. He can manage the game. He can check into the proper run scheme. He can play action well. And now he's got shoulder surgery. She'll be able to come back and do well. She'll be able to come back and do well. The Washington Commanders are going to get an average quarterback that's not going to light up the scoreboard, not going to go crazy, going to give you a decent touchdown-interception ratio, and then, but that's it. You might win a couple games here, you know, do whatever. But he needs really a lot of things around him to win. Colts, now you have the money. Now you have some of these picks maybe you can get for Jimmy G, but you also have the money. Go get Jimmy Garoppolo if you want to win games and be in a position to do something because he's been there, he's done that, he'll have the leadership, you're going to have the defense, you're going to get healthier on the offensive line, you got the run game, go get Jimmy G. I'm telling you right now, you get Jimmy G, you're not going to regret it. To wrap up the show, please go check out all the affiliates in the description below. Please make sure you hit the like button and the subscribe button. Leave a comment in the comment section down below. Um, Follow it, rate it, be a friend, tell a friend, um, all that good stuff. Um, I really appreciate anybody that watches or listens. Uh, Check out weekly episodes. I have an episode coming out later. It's going to be the special 300th episode. I'm excited to release that later on. We're getting closer to that here. Just a couple episodes. Excited. I just I just recorded it, so it's going to be coming out. So be on the lookout for that. Um, go check out all the other episodes. Uh, the Twitter at Coach underscore Steve seventy two. Facebook page Coach Steve Show. All that good stuff. Um, so thank you guys so much for watching or listening. This has been Coach Steve. Another episode of the Coach Steve Show podcast. And just like Carson Wentz, we are shipping out of here.
Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.